Rhino RX welcomes you to the metaverse where you can create your own world, host events, speak internationally, sell in a virtual storefront. Creators programs available. The future of education is here. Rhino Studio, ready player one. Go ahead and scan the QR code. Join the Silver program today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest today is Chris, and she's calling in from, I believe it's Tennessee, right? Yes. Wow, I tell you, it is so fun to have you on the show. We've been having some great conversations over the last couple of weeks, and it's been fun getting to know you. You know, and all of our guests, are, we're so thrilled to have you guys here. So right now here, uh, Nicole is going to take a brief moment and introduce you so the audience has a little more information about who Chris is. Chris Ferguson has been in law enforcement, corporate security industry for over 40 years. She graduated from the University of Phoenix with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice administration. She has also graduated from both correctional and police academies through the course of her law enforcement career. She is a certified hypnotherapist, life coach, advanced Onopono practitioner, intuitive investigator, and medium. Her mission? is to help guide others through the knowledge of how to change the mindset in their life. Chris helps people become authentic and positive in their lives professionally, personally, and individually. This creates the ability to enhance the opportunities in their life in becoming their best version of themselves in all relationships. The first relationship is the most important one. And to start with self-awareness in your life, this will set all other relationships in your life. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and excited to be here with both of you ladies today. Well, we are honored to have you here for sure. So I was listening to that little bio and something that really caught my ear was Ho'oponopono <laughs> and some of this intuition stuff, because that's what I'm deep into. So why don't you share with the audience a little bit about that and how that has incorporated into your life today and has changed your life and what you're doing to help change the world by using a lot of these different energy modalities. Ooh, awesome question. What drew me to the Ho'oponopono, I was taught by Dr. Joe Vitale. <clears throat> and the Japanese scientist or psychiatrist that helped put it into mainstream because he was in charge of the mental insane, insane asylum for the criminally insane in Hawaii. And he used the Ho'oponopono on um, the inmates. He never spoke to them. He never talked to them. He just sat there and, and constantly kept repeating the phrases for Ho'oponopono or Ho'oponopono if you're a hick like me. And so I, when I heard about it, I signed up, but I've been a practitioner of shamanic practices for 45 years. So this just kind of was like a tool in my toolbox. But when you think about it, it is that self-awareness that we do so many things in our lives that we don't understand why we do it. But if we come from within and forgive ourselves and we talk to ourselves and we say, 
I'm sorry for the things I didn't know before I did them. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Forgive me from myself to myself. Thank you. And last but least, I love you. Many people don't say this to themselves enough. They beat themselves up. They have that mindset that they're walking on eggshells. They have the mindset or no boundaries in their mindset. So they end up compromising themselves. They end up allowing themselves to do things they don't want to do and regret it. When you practice a ho-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o-o
just by using a pyramid because you can either become your oppressor or the aggressor towards other people instead of or staying in victimhood and blaming the world for every reason and every excuse that you come up with that you don't want to work on. Or you can take the pyramid and climb up the side of it and come to the top and become your own hero, become your own best version of you. But these are all choices. And in life, many people have choices, but they don't want to work on themselves where it's going to make them feel vulnerable, where it's going to make them feel like everybody knows their business and nobody knows. So shamanic practicing is getting, basically is going into your own cave with inside yourself and cleaning it out and going through all the, uh, the traumas, the pains, the issues that become habits, that become excuse, and looking at them with a authentic, non-judgment, non-assuming, totally unconditional love. And it takes you through you how much you want to experience. I've been doing this for 45 years. Um, I have a very interesting background. I just put it that way. Because it took me a long time to get through all the things that I experienced. All the trauma, parents, my dad was an alcoholic. My mother was physically violent and very negative. So when you're a child and you're experiencing those and you don't know why, children take that onto themselves and they're like, oh, well, if I was better, I could do this. Or if I was better, I didn't do that. I wouldn't, this wouldn't have happened. It had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with them. But we take on their, their energy thinking that we caused it. And shamanic practices shows you that it wasn't you. It was them. It was on them. And learning to say, oh, that's on you is the journey. You know, that is so precious, what you just said. It's such an important message. And that's what this show is all about, giving that wisdom. And that was something that's remarkable, where we do, as a child, blame ourselves. When really, in essence, as a child, you only know a short amount in your database, right? You know, and your superiors are supposed to be your teachers and they're supposed to know everything, you know, and that lack of communication, you know, uh, personally, I feel is where the detriment happens. I mean, I can remember as a kid and growing up, you know, you had your, your 30 seconds of tears and, and then it was done, Right. But there was no communication. You know, I mean, there's times when you knew you were in trouble because, <clears throat> yeah, you got caught. Right. <laughs> but there were other times when it's like, I didn't do it. What what the heck? You know, and but you didn't get a chance to voice that, you know. And so I think, you know, we're learning as we, you know, grow through life that these little these little children are just miniature adults. They're miniature versions of you. They know how to communicate and they have a mind. It's let them have their voice, you know, and when you're looking at the shamanic practices and even though Ho'oponopono, it's very simple to teach children, you know, and all of these healing different modalities, how it can impact, you know, their life as well as yours, you know, and starting to open that. And I don't know about you, but I'm beginning to see you know, more younger generations starting to say, 
wow, let's make this awareness, you know, a lifestyle and start working with these children. So, you know, in your practice, you know, Chris, do you work with children ever or do you work with parents and children combinations? I usually just work with adults, uh, adult females, some men um, who are opening up, opening up enough to understand they have a divine feminine and a divine masculine. And the key is harmonizing. But in my law enforcement career, out of 40 years, 21 years was dealing with troubled youth. And none of them knew my background. None of them knew my history or where I came from. But I had been that example of them at their age. And I didn't have a support system. So I knew this is why I had to become their support system. It was about helping them, guiding them, allowing them to see that it's okay to make mistakes, but it doesn't have to be such a mistake that you pay for it for the rest of your life. It's about choosing. And the, the key to kids nowadays is getting your education. Because once you successfully graduate high school, you've completed something in your life. It should be something you strive for because if you come from the streets like I did, I, I knew I had to get a good grade. I knew I had to finish high school because I didn't have a future if I didn't do it. My options shrink down to nothing. So out of that 21 years, I worked with gang members on the streets of Miami-Dade in Fort Lauderdale. And the last 15 years there, I uh, worked in a, a high school and it wasn't a community school. And all the kids were there and there was 3,000 kids who came from other areas that were zoned, you know, unwanted areas. So we had kids that were competitive. We had gangs, we had drugs, we had everything that there was in their society came to our school. But as you are authentic with children, children know when you're, when you're pretending or when you're committed. And it took time and they learned to trust me. They learned that I, I, I knew that, you know, they just knew they didn't understand me. They couldn't figure me out. None of them knew I worked on the streets with gang members in some of the worst parts of, of the cities and the counties. And it was like, they didn't have any idea, but I could figure out what they were doing before they did it. So I have given most of my life to children. And that's why now I'm empowering women because children of those that I couldn't help become adult women who repeat their mistakes from their childhood because they didn't have that understanding or somebody to communicate to or guide them who truly knows what it's like to be in those shoes and walk that mile. Well, thank you for sharing that. And that is so true. You know, over the years, I mean, I, I, I've been on the planet a long time, so I've watched different generations grow up, you know, and you had your latchkey kids, you know, and then you have, you know, kids raising kids because, you know, women had to be out, you know, in, in the work environment. They couldn't stay home. There wasn't the work from home capacity like there is, you know, today, you know, and entrepreneurship wasn't a major thing. And, you know, so they found themselves being away from their kids. And who was in these daycare centers? You know, they were 16-year-olds working after school. You know, they were 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds that graduate, but didn't know what to do. So, and they didn't have that guidance. So coming back full circle, it makes really great sense, you know, is to help these parents understand what they didn't have so that they can help their children 
come up into the world in a different environment. And it doesn't mean you have to spend, you know, 24 seven with your children, you know, so, and that having that intuition, because that little bit of intuition, which we all have, and being able to help others recognize that we all have this intuition, it's just paying attention to it, right? Correct. Yeah. So we're going to take a short break here, Chris, and then we're going to come back. And Nicole is going to have some other questions for you. And uh, we'll let the audience find out more about Chris. (laughs) RhinoRx welcomes you to the metaverse where you can create your own world, host events, speak internationally, sell in a virtual storefront. Creators programs available. The future of education is here. Rhino Studio, ready player one. Go ahead and scan the QR code. Join the silver program today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Tennessee is Chris Ferguson, and she shared some wonderful morsels of wisdom uh, through this first half. And Nicole, has some questions for her now, and we're going to find a little more about Chris and what really made her be the beautiful soul that she is today. All right. Well, thanks for that, Beverly. You know, listening to you ladies uh, in this, this, this first half about, you know, the law enforcement and the forgiveness and isn't it really about the forgiveness of ourselves and why we keep the struggle? You know, I, 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 I was raised on, kind of raised myself on the streets. You know, I left home uh, any opportunity that I could because of the environment that I was in. And, and, and sharing that of, of that forgiveness, and it, it's taken so many years to, to find that forgiveness. And, and it's so simple. And it's so easy. And, and you've already talked, I usually ask on this second half, Chris, about, uh, you know, what got you here? You know, but, you, and you've shared some of that. But, but now, are you currently in law enforcement or did you change that? You're, you're 100% right. Uh, I with, just literally retired May 28th of this year. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. I miss it. Every day I miss it. It's something, you know, it's in your blood. But I said to myself when I started thinking about retiring, this could help me be more of service on my level that I love to do. And that's helping people's hearts, helping people's souls, helping people find justice inside themselves. Because if you don't have that feeling in you, you see everything skewed or what's on TV or the media And it just, it gets people all wild up and they don't even have the facts. So I say, before you step out and step up, take that pause and say, this doesn't make sense. Why are they saying this? This doesn't equal up to one and one is two. This is one and one is 65. Where is this coming from? So yes, I do. I I do miss being of service in law enforcement, but I love the fact that I can now not be in that duality because in law enforcement, it was all about the facts, nothing but the facts. And in spirituality, it's I can channel and, and get through those 
critical factors in a person's mind or in their subconscious and be able to help them get beyond those those points that they can't figure out for themselves. Right, right. It's it's part of that is is that chaos, right? And and for me, it was kind of cleaning up the chaos and the ability that I felt that I was put here on earth to clean that chaos up and to redirect people in 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 their lives and from that shadow. But then finding out that I can't burden that. And it's a burden that we will bear no matter how much we protect ourselves or how much we put our aura around us or a mirror in front of us. You still take it home. You still take it to the family. And right now with the way the news is, it without getting political, it's it, it's a lot of fear in there that we feel responsible for in law enforcement and that we cannot step up to our magic. And how do we do that? But the some of the funny stuff is is having that intuition and having that ability to see what's going on and read into people's soul and have them show themselves to us it, when we're working in law enforcement or even security and and trying to explain to the people you work with how you know that <laughs> right Without i never did i never did i kept them separate that's why it was such a duality i never yeah. did no one knew but i was a walking lie detector hey, yep yep oh. yeah yeah i don't know if you've ever watched true blood but when suki stackhouse can hear all those voices of people talking and giving the conversation it's that telepathy and that ability to see the person actually reveal themselves to you and then hearing what they're telling you sometimes it's a trap because you know if you've ever been into uh casino security which i was there's so many people you know when you're in large environment especially in in working in the jail and you you hear this but but how do how do we it's it's a it's 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 a, a blessing in some sense to be able to navigate that to be able to bring that story to people to make them think that that is their idea right um make them think that or your manager or your supervisor or your your captain or whatever to say hey this is your idea you go with it maybe, maybe we should check this out i think you got a good idea you know it's kind of like fred and barney <laughs> how do you make right that's an amazing <laughs> analogy and it's absolutely <laughs> correct but here's the thing is is you're, you're the one dichotomy that you're missing out is that we're also females yes yes there, there it's a whole different world being a female in law enforcement yeah it is and so it, because it's a man's world it is a man's career it's that masculine career and we're the invaders of this masculine career in many mindsets of a lot of men it's gotten yeah. better over time but you still have those those close-minded individuals i had a lieutenant tell me one time i was working dispatch i just started out in law enforcement and i had just had cancer and mm -hmm. i just had a hysterectomy and I was just coming back to work and the first day back to work, he comes up and he says, hey, Chris, I'm welcome back, but I just got a call from the doctor. And he said, it took three extra stitches to close the wool sack. And it hit me, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then it hit me to infer that I was promiscuous in my personal life, which wasn't true. I was single, I had a two-year-old dealing with cancer. The last thing on my mind is sex. So I said, hey, do me a favor. Can you come sit here for a minute? And he sat down and I grabbed my stuff and I said, I quit. Mm. I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm done. Right. And you can open up your mind and figure it out that right. that's not who I am. I'm done. 
Right. And that was 30 years ago. That was in 1983. Good for you. Good for you to step up and to, to be in your courage and to be in your power and, and say, you know what? I have boundaries. Here's where they lie. And I know who I am. I know who I am as a woman. And, and to have to deal with that, the, you're closing your portal. You're closing in, in that surgery, you're closing the creativity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so to balance that and to overcome that and to be where you are today, that's, 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 that's our creativity portal. That is, that is the, the womb, which not only is, represents life and creation, but it's our energy portal in, in our fallopian tubes and, and our kind of wormhole to the portal. And, and that may be stretching right now, guys, but today's 1212. Mm-hmm. It is. I love and, it too. I'm, and, I'm so and, blessed we're here today because I'm yes. like, <laughs> And it's, it's so wonderful to share this with you because the excitement is this 1212 represents Metatron and the Ascension Gateway. And that is the birth of, uh, of what women bring to the world. And that is it, not a burden. Uh, and I can say this now, 30 years later, um, but but uh, the honor to be able to birth the child and bring a creation to the world, uh, you know, and 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 to to bring that portal in there. And right now in the Ascension Gateway, you were talking earlier about that Ascension Gateway and and to do today, you know, to bring you know the abundance forward and to manifest right, and and to teach that manifesting and. I see your shadow. You talked about the shadow you had earlier, but that's your aura. It's almost like you're translucent in a way coming forward and stepping into your magic. And there's another, um, there's another dimension that you're going to go through, you know, as you raise in, in right now in your energy is rising. And it's, it's great to be part of that. And it's exciting when you can read somebody's energy and, and be the part of that, right? <laughs> you can, you can see that. So, so, so share with people a little bit about what you do in your practice for 1212. Well, um, being Native American, my father was Native American. I'm a drummer. I have, you can't see them on my walls, but I have five native authentic drums and they are some are huge the smallest i think is probably 18 inches and so this morning it was about putting down tobacco it was about putting down tobacco to mother earth and all the directions above below and within because you honor all of this within you and at that point i did um i put out a plate for the spirits I put out, um, it had fruits and vegetables and lettuce and different things on it. And I just put it out for the animals. I put bird seed out in my bird feeders, my bird seed on the ground with corn for the turkeys, the crows, the rabbits, all the animals that I live very rural, but it's taking care of our planet and giving back. And then I did a salt bath. And mm-hmm. in that salt bath, I did a, um, a healing to myself, but I, always work on myself first. And then this way I can then send it out to the world. And so that's why I was excited. I I had my day planned. This is what I was going to eat. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do now. And then, so I would be ready spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically for this interview, because it's how we show up for ourselves that makes a difference in the world. Oh, well said. Well said. We could talk about that all day, right? How do we show up for ourselves? And part of that is how do how do we come within our shadow? 
how do we embrace our shadow self because that's part of us that's mm -hmm. part part all the fragments and the parts and pieces of us and there are many people when we talk about shadow work that can't get into that that part that it's us it's all of us it's not a scary place we can go into it and make it a dark place on our soul's journey or the dark night of our soul and many of us can have there there's several that we can have but that the parts and pieces and the fragments to understand who we are and who we're reflecting to the world and and who we absolutely how do we show up for ourselves is how we show up to other people and and what are we uh emulating into the into the world and our ma magistry because right now in 2021 that that energy of what we manifest now will set us into 2022 Mm -hmm. Because it's all about that receiving and ascending higher. And we're either going to get on that, that ship and rise up or we're going to stay here. And do we want to be part of that? And, and I feel part of that's coming out of law enforcement is allowing that change to happen. And, and being here in our magic and rising up as, you know, as women, as mothers, as creators, and, and having the awareness of, of being able to change. If we change for us, we change for others. And if, as we unite and we collaborate right now, we are collaborating that energy and, and in 1212, the portal, and allowing that to open and allowing that change, allowing those spirit guides and allowing our councils to come forward and being part of that and being in our magistry and bringing that energy and the awareness to the earth. And, and you know, for me, from what I understand, that's absolutely part of what you do is awareness of us and awareness of who we are and 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 showing up for ourselves and that's in forgiveness you know in the pink and the and the heart and the love and the caregiver that you show and you're very open with it um and and wearing your heart on your sleeve you know but having those boundaries and and sharing with people especially with kids the awareness of who you are and where you're going to be and being able to see your future and and you know when you establish that and and you set that goal into place and as we manifest today what are we going to be we're grounding into that and we're taking that on and we're taking action towards it this is all about that action taking you know right and and moving forward and and being with us and i'm going to bring beverly back in it's so great to talk to you because you know it's about that time to to share you know those points of what people can take home with us Wow. Just listening to this has just been such a delight and ah, warms my heart, you know, in this 1212. If you look at 121221, 12, well, if you turn 21 around, what do you got? You got a third 12, right? So this is kind of interesting when you talk about numerology. Chris, will you share with the audience three morsels, as if you haven't shared enough, but <laughs> three key things, let's put it that way that our audience can take away from this conversation today and start putting it into action in their life? Ooh, I can, I can. The first one is no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, breathe. Take that breath in, hold it, take the pause. And is 
identify it to yourself. Is this happening to me or is this happening around me? Because if it's happening around me, why am I taking on that energy? Why am I engaging in allowing this to trigger? That's a deeper insight thing, but disassociating yourself from what's going on, the chaos, as Nicole said, and, and you said earlier, it's when you disassociate yourself from the chaos that you get clarity because you realize what is yours and what is not yours. And when you don't react to other people's chaos and drama, life gets clearer for you, which is one. But two, I love this. When we get beyond our own mind, we can do anything. When we quit talking ourselves out of things, when we quit making excuses for the bad behaviors of people in our lives and from ourselves and allow ourselves to be opened, unlimited, we can do anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be dream big and then take the action and watch what happens. Don't give up. Don't give up. Dream big. Step out, step up. And the third thing, it is all about how you show up for yourself. You can come from nothing like I did. You can come from growing up in an orphanage like I did. And it takes those choices in your life to say, that's not what I want to define myself by. So if you allow your uh, society to define you, you become a product of society. You make the choices that society and your, the people you're around you go along with whatever they do. But when you make that choice and says, no, this isn't for me. I'm not going to define myself this way. I'm going to do this instead. I'm going to avoid this, this issue because you guys are going to get in trouble. Those are the choices that we need to make in our lives and help people understand so that as they make their choices in their lives, it betters their life. It betters now they have a future and it doesn't involve law enforcement. Law enforcement is a reactive force. They show up when they're called. But we can do a whole lot for ourselves in the here and the now that doesn't require laws, doesn't require man's laws to, to govern us. So when we make the choices in our, our lives to change who we are, we change and break those chains to the trauma, to the pain. So it is about choice. It is about showing up for yourself and taking that first step, which is the most challenging and the most courageous step you can take for yourself. So I think those are my biggest three that I can come up with. <laughs> wow. They were huge. They weren't just big. They were huge, and, you know, and very, very well said. And to be able to take a look inside the self, like you say, what is defining you? You know, so if you just take a look at that and ask yourself, what is defining my life? Who is telling me I have to be or do or whatever? And is it is it myself? Am I falling into the trap of society? And a lot of times it's easier to fall into that because if it doesn't turn out the way someone you know wants it to or is it, it's expected to, you can always blame the other person, right? You know. But it's taking that full responsibility and really getting in touch with the self. Find out who you are mm -hmm. because who you are is not what you do. It's not what society says you should do. It's doing 
what you want to do to make the best you that you can be. Chris, thank you so much for joining us here today. It's been such a delight. You have shared so many wonderful stories and beautiful morsels of wisdom. And we will definitely have to have you back on the show, right? So thank you for everyone for listening. And if you want to get in touch with Chris, all of her information is attached to this video and to the audio. Reach out to her. She has a caring heart and she is here to help you in any way possible. So this is 360 Wisdom Speaks saying thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Chris, for being here. And we'll see you on another episode. Rhino Rx welcomes you to the metaverse where you can create your own world. Host events, speak internationally, sell in a virtual storefront. Creators programs available. The future of education is here. Rhino Studio, ready player one. Go ahead and scan the QR code. Join the silver program today.